0: In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro-wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Sparks and I'm joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. Starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Faye, what's going on, man? How are you? Oh, I'm
1: good. I, uh, I, I watched Elimination Chamber the other night. I did a podcast with uh, a couple of really great guys afterward. Um, you cheating on me? With you, oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um,
1: and I was utterly disappointed and watched, uh, rewatched NXT for the third time.
0: Mm-hmm. So, also joining us from up north RCMP, JLB. What's going on, man?
2: It, uh, you know, what goes good, sir. I, uh, I am doing the same old, same old. I'm learning InDesign in school now, so that's pretty interesting. But aside from that, bud, doing the same old, same old. Enjoyed. And I put that in quotations. A real shitty Raw last night. (laughs) Yep. Very shitty. Yeah.
0: It was awesome. awesome. I mean, at least they seemingly put an end to the Ric Flair storyline.
2: Which, I mean, granted, at least they mentioned something and not just tried to, like, shuffle it away. But even their explanation was stupid. Yeah. Just go home. (laughs) Yeah.
0: At least they put an end to it, though. Because yeah. I, I was worried they would just drag it out for a year until Lacey Evans comes back. Oh, come
1: on. It was- Ooh, they could do a
0: paternity test in a year.
2: And they could hire someone
0: to come in, do it he- on, in the middle of the ring. Ugh. Ric Flair specifically said it wasn't his.
2: <laughs> yeah, so did Shaggy. Yep. It wasn't me. Yep. And they banged on the bathroom floor met her in the shower on top of that even on the counter bro so did mia kunis though she also said it wasn't they me. Did it on this.
0: good super bowl reference i'm proud of you that <laughs> anyways if you are new to this particular show um the premise is simple we take are going to take turns challenging the others to book some <laughs> unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling We don't discuss them in advance, so the answers are entirely made up on the spot because we think that's funnier. Before we get into it, though, I would like to remind everyone that we are part of the Tatnus Co. podcast network. So head on over to tatnusco.com. Check out the other shows on the network there. And uh, we do have a Patreon. So if you want to support us, you can head on over to patreon.com slash raw and order WBU and support us there to uh, help us make the show bigger and better in the future. Yay. Hey but on that note we will start the game uh i will open up for everyone if someone wants to go first they can speak dibs. now dfa like said, dibs yep um
1: all right so there's been a uh a reasonable amount of toxins since, since before um royal rumble about some some particular two particular wrestlers we would have liked to have seen, or one particular wrestler we would have liked to have seen won the rumble. That wrestler happens to be um, friends with the new WWE champion, The Miz. <laughs> so book it, book the Miz from the current timeline, which means you have to include the uh, the is it Fastlane coming up? Fastlane pay per view where John Morrison to face them is
2: Honestly, I think they're gonna maybe even go that route. That's what I'm hoping for. Before we're having the conversation of potentially Lashley facing McIntyre at Mania, which I'm actually down for. I'm suddenly excited by Lashley now, um, just because it'll be a crazy Haas battle and both men are good wrestlers. So, down for that. So, I honestly think it's it's going to stretch a little. So, first, we're going to have Lashley face Miz. Okay? This is going to end up with Miz actually winning. So, he still has the title. Um, and this is going to lead to... This is going to lead to essentially... Lashley, not necessarily, Miz is not going to face Morrison at Fastlane, but Miz once again is going to face Lashley. MVP is going to do some kind of thing where he makes a deal and he gets another, and Lashley is allowed to get another shot. And this is where uh, Drip Drip, Mr. Drip Drip himself, is going to end up causing uh, the Miz to lose it. I'm trying to figure out of a cool way to make it happen. He's not gonna join Lashley's force or anything like that. But MVP most likely. Nah, I don't even want MVP to give him a deal because then that's just kind of control C, control V with what MVP did for a thing. Um, but yeah, think of I just I just that match alone. The Miz versus John Morrison at WrestleMania in like a TLC type of style match, super down for. Her. Um Trying to think of a fascinating way to do that though, because I do think if the Miz is going to turn his back on uh Johnny, uh, Johnny, Mo- John Morrison's going to turn his back on the Miz, it's going to be at Fastlane, um, because he is going to be the special guest referee. The Miz tells Lashley that he can't get another title shot it's not going to happen MVP is saying listen no listen you pick the match and you pick the stipulation and whatever it is we'll agree to it he says okay it's gonna be no no disqualification and John Morrison is gonna be the special guest referee and only the special guest referee if he gets hurt or whatever have you he has to come back from it, and no other referee can come in. Sounds weird how you put it that way, because that's never technically been done. But Morrison would be the special guest referee and screws over The Miz for the championship, thus leading them for a feud until Mania. That, I think, would be very interesting. I, I Something else needs to be in play, though, for The Miz to really be taken off guard, aside from him just counting one, two, three. Do you use Maurice in some way, shape, or form somehow? I don't know. Uh, So the full-fledged plan isn't complete, but that's how I think you would do it. And you have more than enough time, because Fastlane is, what, March 13th or something? And Mania is, like, April 9th. So more than a month's time, you already have the story of them being such good friends there. And you have, I guess, The Miz would have to be face because he would also be two heels. Because if he's letting Johnny Nitro, if he's letting uh, Bobby Lashley win. No, I guess, I guess Johnny, uh, why do I keep calling him Johnny Nitro? God damn it. I guess Morrison... Uh, would be the one face in this situation Because The Miz just plays such an excellent heel And I'm just super down For that Wrestlemania matchup And the winner of that match Ends up getting A title shot in the future from res- After Wrestlemania But you don't really need that stipulation Just them being best friends For so long The Miz taking him under his wing The, the student has now become Better than the teacher if you will And goes that route i so hope they do that they better get john morrison out of this u.s picture and just do that feud because that's going to be so much more important than anything he's going to do with the u.s title and uh that's how i'm booking it morrison screws over is at fast lane against lashley by pinning lashley to get the title one two three if you have it if i can't have it no one else can Ooh, yeah. Sounds something like WWE, Sounds like something WWE would do, but uh, there's so many ways they could go about it.
0: I think you're making it too complex.
2: Huh? I, I've got I've got
0: five words for how you do this. Five. Reverse finger poke of doom. You have Miz choose his own opponent for Fastlane, and he chooses his best friend, the one who I trust more than anyone in the world, John Morrison, to be my opponent. With the plan that it's going to be, John Morrison lays down, Miz pins him, one, two, three, retains, goes about his way. But John Morrison has different plans. Lay down, Miz tries to pin, John Morrison turns it into a roll-up, one, two, Miz kicks out, shocked look. What's going on? Morrison, instant face in that one move, instant baby face. The match is now on. Miz has to pull out every trick he can to try to retain his belt now
2: okay sorry go ahead
0: now I'm just not entirely certain whether I actually give the belt in this to Morrison or whether I have Miz sneakily retain it to lead on to a, a longer feud of some sort
2: but if Miz retains it but so you're saying one of these guys are going to be going into Wrestlemania with the title in your case now, The Miz would be the one.
0: If if I have Miz retained, it would be Miz. Can, but but he doesn't necessarily make it to WrestleMania because this would be a longer feud between Morrison and Miz um, that could lead to Morrison costing Miz the title um, and them having their own match at WrestleMania without the title involved. I'm just not sure exactly how I'd go with it. But I do know the simplest way to do it is... Have it be a face turn on Heel Miz by Morrison. And uh, what better way than to try to stick it to WCW with the Finger Poke of Doom reference and then it goes backwards?
2: Yeah, that'd be interesting. The only problem I have, I guess, with that is you kind of lose credibility for the title. If neither of them are going to be champion after Fastlane, that means it's going to be lost on a Raw. I don't think changing titles on Raw
0: loses any credibility for the title. I've talked about this before. In fact, I think it builds credibility for the title because it helps make it so every match matters. Because right now, when was the last time the title switched on Raw? The fact that none of us have an answer to that offhand is is a telling thing. The title almost always switches on pay-per-views Recently, In the past 10 years, that's the way it's been. Right. So Ooh, I
1: got it. I got it. I figured it out when when it was when Becky Lynch, Lynch handed it to Oscar.
0: <laughs> True, but that was not the WWE title. So. <laughs> no, it was a WWE title. <laughs> but that's my point: is having it change on Raw helps build up Raw as something to actually watch, not just filler in between pay-per-view. Anything can happen on Raw, and so it builds it up more. It also builds it up in the fact that you can still have it be a major match on Raw. Just like next week, Miz versus Bobby Lashley is going to be a major match. Now, do I expect that to end in, in a title change? No. But you could always have it happen. So so in this way, Miz gets about a month and a half out of it. Couple successful defenses before he loses it. I mean, that's more than Sasha Banks had up until recently. step. Uh, Ouch. Yep. It's harsh so, because it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's it's harsh because they booked it that way. <laughs> and they wonder why Sasha Banks was thinking about leaving the company at one point.
2: Yeah, straight up.
0: But so, I think it actually builds the title to have it change at any time. Uh, as long as the match, because I think the match that it changes hands is more important to building the title than when it changes, Right. If right. Miz had come out after a Raw, where McIntyre went up against someone big like Ron Strowman or whatever, and had just barely won with a Claymore out of nowhere, but was was you know beat up, and Bobby Lashley did the exact same thing that he did at Elimination Chamber, and then Miz came out and challenged him and won it, that would not change in any way, shape, or form the prestige of the belt. Because it's not about where it changed hands, it's about how it changed hands. And if it changes hands in the basically same way, then it's fine. Um, And so the only way that diminishes the belt is if it changes hands in a way that as fans, we feel like we got ripped off. And that's why it's important that they put on a good match, even if the ending is a distraction into a spear or whatever it's still as long as the match was good the title still feels important
2: mm. okay that's fair
0: and then this way we then have the Miz versus john morrison feud go on for longer uh because that's the deal is right now i unfortunately i just i don't see Miz being the champion come wrestlemania i think he's a transitional champion at best and they're yeah. building up for something bigger for WrestleMania. Um, so this gives him a feud going into WrestleMania that's WrestleMania worthy. It's best friends fighting. Morrison tired of playing second fiddle to Miz.
2: <laughs> yeah, the problem is they haven't necessarily hinted anything. But again, if you just make it a complete swerve without any of us, without any hints at all, without him, Miz making any... Uh, Morrison making any remarks, I think that's how you have to play it. Although we're all kind of expecting it, I don't want little hints here and there. I don't want The Miz to say something overly the top to demean Morrison. I want you just to kind of do it on Sunday. On uh, Fastlane, not Sunday, but on Mm Fastlane. Just like that. Um, Yeah, that's at least what I'm hoping for, because I agree with you. I definitely don't see The Miz having the belt at me. So... So this is where they get
0: to have their cake and eat it, too, with the reverse finger poke of doom, because we would not see it coming unless we see it coming. I don't really know what that meant, but
2: okay. I know what it means. Not tell us anything or give us any hints like I was alluding to. It all makes sense. So I would have done that entirely different, but I also wanted
1: it to be a title match at WrestleMania. I know I didn't get specific about it, so that's on me, but I I actually would have a combination of the two where Morrison and Miz schmozz together to okay, you get you cause the disqualification. If things start to go bad, you come out and cause the disqualification, and so things start to go bad, but it's bad the other way where the title maybe is going to be solidified for Miz or um it's gonna be solidified or 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 it could be headed to lashley and he comes out and he punches miz in the face it was a title shot so you're saying morris and miz mania yeah for the title <laughs> where morris literally attacks the miz to help miz retain and get his title shot at the same time i
2: know it's dumb no no no, no. it's Doable. It's just I don't see anyone agreeing to that being one of their headliners. It's a great match. I just don't see Vince liking it. Although he really likes the Miz, I don't think he likes Morrison as much for him to be his headliner for Mania. That's why I think that storyline is best without a title. Because for the I get it.
1: I it. understood why you guys did what you did. I'm not. I'm not dogging on what you guys did
2: at all. Yeah, I would still love it either way cuz either way we get a Miz Morrison, and if they're allowed to do whatever the hell they want it's going to be a freaking great match. Yeah, it's it's a way to it's a way to um because we're already going to
1: get the the old guy rough and tumble match, I suppose. Is, is what you would call it or the 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 big dude match, the the spot fest, the Roman versus Edge, whatever the right. hell that's going to be. So <laughs> This gives us the modern wrestling match, the the high flyer and the technician, and and lots of personality. And um, apparently, WWE doesn't have much much uh, confidence in Morrison's promo skills, or they would have definitely had him, you know, cut a promo or two by now. That by himself. So I don't. I think that's the bigger concern right now is that they're not going to let. Morrison cut a promo by himself is why he's with The Miz.
2: Right. And I don't know if Morrison... The problem is, if they do end up doing this, breaking them up, I feel like Morrison, after this feud, is just going to be in the back burner again. Because it's kind of like how he was before he left. I forgot which tag team he was in. Uh, Is, uh,
1: Is it Morrison? No, Morrison. Yeah, he was with The Miz before he left. But it was Eminem... M and M, early on. That was when he was with Joey Mercury.
2: Right. Okay. And then after that, they just didn't do anything with him. You know. So I'm afraid the writers don't know how to book. For hopefully they change, but clearly not. If they said, "Hey, Morrison's back. Hey, go on to." Go back with someone because we don't trust you to be alone. Yeah, let's <laughs> put you with The Miz again. With the Miz again. <laughs> As
1: The Miz second. Like, Damien Sandow comes back to you guys and he's willing to work with you guys, and you're going to put him with The Miz again? Like, that'd be so stupid.
2: Hey, to be fair, I did like Miz Dow and The Miz. I thought that was still awesome. I would kind of. Yeah,
1: it was awesome that. because of Damien Sandow. Like, that's not even on. Miz doesn't even get credit for that one.
0: Nope, that's true. I would argue that WWE has at least recently shown that they can take a wrestler that floundered with them the first time and then went away and proved themselves to be a main eventer and then came back, they can take that person and put them in the main event. Um, Our just recently former WWE champion is a perfect example of that. You know, it just takes them a little bit of time to figure out what works best for him sometimes. So I just think that's why I, I just don't see them thinking he's ready for WWE champion right now. Um, but he's definitely ready for main event status.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that Morrison can lose for sure. Um, and I do think that the title ends up on Lashley at some point this year. And I think that it ends up back on, on drew at some point this year. And I think it ends up on Braun on that same program. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I'd like to see it end up on not on Orton, but a, a couple of other guys that were in that particular, uh, or Orton's on the other show, isn't he? No, Orton. Um, a okay. Couple other guys that were in that same, uh, you know, AJ, AJ, um, and I think Morris and AJ gives you a lot. I, I think that that's an opportunity. I think throwing another little guy into that mix is a good is a good fit. Um, and I don't think Jeff Hardy is that guy anymore,
2: unfortunately. <laughs> no, oh, you agreed. Could be that guy, freaking Ricochet. That match should have been like ten minutes longer though. Ricochet AJ on Raw, like hot diggity damn. Was I a kid in a candy store? But they made the match a little too quick, and Omos is a complete dick. But aside Omos from is that, bad. I want
1: to see Omos versus Braun in a four-minute match.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, I I know that we're not supposed to mark out for the big, boring matches. That would be a fantastic big, boring match with just two big dudes. Like, look, you're seven feet in the air. No, look, you're seven feet in the air. Like, over and over and over again.
2: Yeah, that might be fun. It just depends. I don't know. I just want to see Omos wrestle first, though. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, it would suck. It would be a horrible match. <laughs> Okay, But I would love every second of said horrible match. Okay, And don't you dare tell either of those guys that I said that it would suck. Because <laughs> I will deny it.
2: Tweeting them
0: now. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you the uh, link to the uh, time code for that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but we will move on to the next challenge. And I will... Uh,
2: allow JLB the option to go now or wait till last well I mean I'm just always scared last might mine might not be that great and I thought of three today I just think they all three of them suck Um, so I'm going to choose this one in hopes that it's the best out of the three Um, it just came out recently today that Ric Flair doesn't talk to any of his horseman buddies anymore um he mentioned that he when he was in the hospital uh, when his even when his son died there was no mentioning no one called him or texted him to say anything there was nothing there at all um and I forgot who he told I don't know if it was the bleacher reporter or someone and he basically mentioned like you know he's hurt by that uh, but also that's why he just doesn't talk to any of those people uh, anymore because they just never gave them time. He's like, we're retired and so on. So thus it's the falling of the four horsemen, if you will, uh, at least for Ric Flair, because Tully and Arn are uh, doing pretty good in A.E. Dubs. But um, with that said, though, with Ric Flair feeling so bad, about what's happening to his fellow Force Horseman buddies, I would like you to build the present day Four Horseman specifically in WWE. Oh, he had to make it harsh. Well, that's why. AEW would have been too freaking easy. Well, I guess I could have went with Impact, but I don't watch Impact enough to know who all the wrestlers are, so WWE.
1: I was hoping you would have us book like, like a wrestling version of A Bird Over the Cuckoo's Nest. As I heard the cuckoo clock go off in the background.
2: <laughs> That's probably why I had mentioned the bird over the cuckoo's nest before. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh.
1: Uh, I'm going to give that a little bit of backstory if it's okay. (laughs) We we were talking about great movies earlier before the podcast. This is proof that we don't talk wrestling all the time. And uh, JLB says, oh, yeah, like, uh," well, we were actually talking about our co host or one of our one of our co-hosts for a botchalong, whose name is Nerd which comes from uh, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, and JLB referred to it as a bird over the cuckoo's nest. We had a little bit of fun razzing him for a bit. But anyway, um, Four Horsemen, I think I think I'm curious to hear what Smarks comes up with after I steal the good shit. So I'm gonna steal the good shit if that's okay with Smarks.
2: Go for it and plus he could just edit it out
1: really So, yeah he could literally flip him around and just make this shit disappear like the part that I'm talking about right now so um, golly I uh afford... now I, I do want to qualify this is it allowed to cross brand?
2: Ah, uh, do I make it even harder um it's allowed to cross between Raw and Smackdown probably.
1: okay and it has to be current roster okay well, that I mean, that ruins what my fun was going to be because I was going to be like, okay, I'm going to take Adam Cole, <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. Yeah, no, you know,
2: um,
0: I mean, let's be honest. Well, the undisputed era is. Obviously inspired by the NWO. They're really the four horsemen. Yes. Um, Except they don't
1: really have a Tully Blanchard. They don't have a big enforcer. The closest you get is Roddy. Mm-hmm. And that's the, he, Roddy's not really an enforcer. So, um, okay. So I'm going to use current roster. Um... In the current roster, the the Ric Flair role I think I think really just belongs to AJ Styles. I think AJ Styles is is widely known as one of the best in the world, um, and at one point in his career was the best. Um, he's not now but age catches up with you unless you're Ric Flair or AJ Styles in this instance. So I'm going to go with AJ Styles uh, as the Ric Flair role. Um, As his right-hand man, as his Arn Anderson, as his enforcer slash mouth slash all of that stuff. um, The title holders, AJ Styles, the other dude, um, is Baron Corbin. Uh, Baron Corbin can cut a promo. Um, I, he, he's, he's a badass. He's great in the ring. He's great. He'll work. Um, so I'm going to go with Baron Corbin. Um, third with them is going to be, uh, the, the quiet muscle, um, which was Tolley's role for the most part, if I remember right. Um, and the quiet muscle is going to go to Braun because I don't ever want him to talk ever again. Um, and uh, Oli, who's going to be in the Oli role? Who's also kind of quiet muscle. Um, I, I think I think the Oli person's going to be a little bit noisier. Um, I, god dang, I'm torn. So I have a noisier person in, in Elias for that role. I also like the idea of ricochet, turn and um, and giving us a high flyer, which, which is something we didn't have in the original Four Horsemen, but that was also a different era of wrestling. Um, fuck okay, it. I'm going to do Ricochet. Um, turn and heel uh and tagging on a regular basis with Baron Corbin just creating a, a unique setup there um and then braun of course being the quiet muscle can always have a mid card title and it would be no problem at all to keep that on him on a regular basis in fact he could very well break um the 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 honky tonk man's record in that mid card title doing that so that's that's right. my four
2: so ricochet Corbin AJ and Braun. Braun.
1: Yep. Which means Braun's literally willing to take a back seat for title role because he's well, always got the Intercontinental title on his waist nonstop.
2: Uh, to be fair, he's been doing that kind of anyways. So just taking it back a back role to.
1: Yeah. To... Well, a dominant IC title is, is always a good thing, especially when that dominant IC title is seen as a potential world champion, but for some reason he's just not there. Mm. And and big dudes are good to pull out of the title picture and put back in every now and then. You're going to have a breakup. You're going to have Braun attack AJ and then the fourth member becomes, I don't know, Seth Rollins for a while and then wow. back out because Braun comes back in. I mean, that's that's what the Four Horsemen did on, on a regular basis.
2: I like that idea of AJ playing Rick's role, though. That's almost perfect. Yeah, yeah, That's... almost
1: perfect. <laughs> almost perfect? Is that what you said? Almost. 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 Go for it. What, are you going to have Roman Reigns do it and Jey Uso's going to be with him? And... Nope,
0: nope. The Ric Flair role will be played by Dolphie Ziggs. Yeah, that would have been relevant 10 years ago, but go on. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's got the mouth, he's got the swagger. You add into there... <clears throat> Uh, filling the roles of Arn and Ole, uh, Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak uh, as the God. muscle.
1: So you're making a Revenge of
2: the Nerds version of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Kevin Owens uh, rounding out as the Tully role.
2: <coughs> Ooh, I like Kevin. So
1: do I. I actually like Kevin as Arn Anderson. Kevin and Sami Zayn would work there. Mm. So if if I revamp mine, I'd probably have AJ, Kevin, Sami Zayn. And now I really do need a different person than Braun. I'd, I'd probably have uh, I'd probably have Elias there.
2: Uh, oh, no, don't Elias it up. Oh,
1: he, he, he needs Braun. a destination somewhere. He might be the the. Well, Baron Corbin was the Lone Wolf. He might be the walk with Elias guy, the loner. But good God, I just, when he, he really is the guy that you just beat to make somebody else look good for a while.
0: Here was my thought process, simply on this though. Um, while Ric Flair was the centerpiece of the the Four Horsemen, uh, so often he was the focal point of it. They did also have significant tag title runs. Um, yeah. And so you need a pair in there that can work not just as enforcers or mouthpiece or whatever, but also as a tag option. And that's where the D. Bryan and, and and Drew Gulak pair up really well they're both very very technical they're both people who can hurt you in many many ways not just big and strong ways like uh braun Strowman, but technical ways tie you up in knots Mm. kevin owens can be the big big strong but still have a lot of technical skill and so he can be the tully role to me um and so i was debating uh on using a uh, freshly revamped uh, Bray Wyatt instead of Dolphie Ziggs. But frankly, Ziggler, Ziggler is Ric Flair without the championships right now, to be perfectly honest. He's got the swagger, he's got the mouth, he's got all of that stuff. He flip-flops between good guy and bad guy so often, just like Ric Flair. Um, he just has never been at the level and he needs a support group for him to ever be at that level
2: yeah i uh like ziggs for that too and god would it put him somewhere at least this guy's been doing enough. well he's tag team champions technically right but you know does anyone necessarily care not really but you put him in a four horsemen style type of thing with a kevin owens daniel Bryan. oh my god it would just be like nuts Ooh, ooh, I got it. Okay, so we bring back Batista,
1: <laughs> Jesus. We, and Kevin, and, and not Kevin Owens, and uh, and we have uh, Triple H as the leader.
2: We're not making <laughs> Evolution. This is not happening. <laughs> plus evolution is a mystery anyways we can't rehash the mystery no that was a
1: good challenge it was fun it was
2: uh
1: it's easy to easy easy
2: to insult the guy who
1: thinks that Dolph Ziggler's on the same pages as uh Ric Flair so I suppose yeah that was a fun one
0: I I would argue that from a technical skill standpoint he's better uh, Dolph Ziggler might be better than Flair Claire just had a uh, better character. Work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The four horsemen doesn't mean need good character work at all. Not at all.
0: I think Dolph Ziggler's is perfectly capable of the character work. I just don't think he's ever been given the opportunity for it. Fair enough. If you want good character work, look to the best actor in WWE. and The, the Miz? Miz?
2: Yeah, I'm the supposed Miz, I,
1: you Miz supposed is also to- a really good option for that, but he is
0: still the Miz. And he's now. In fairness, we both really could have, if we wanted to, have uh, cheated out and said, well, we're going to put Randy Orton in there because he's the most decorated current champion. So he fits up with uh, uh, Ric Flair in lots of ways. But that wouldn't have been as fun. No, no, no I would
1: agree with you. That would not. So have
0: maybe put Edge there. Edge would have made a decent Ric Flair. Villain. What? Sure. Are you,
2: are you joking right now?
0: Edge and Christian
1: (laughs) as Arn and Oli. Now we're getting into Time Machine stuff, though.
0: (laughs) Edge, Christian, uh, Jeff Hardy, and Matt Hardy all together.
1: (laughs) And the reason the group breaks up
0: is Edge starts sleeping with Matt Hardy's girlfriend. Too soon? (laughs) Too soon? (laughs) Yeah. Well, moving on, we will get to mine. And mine should be a lot of fun because i am opening up the floodgates to allow you to have as much fun as you want with oh. some caveats on so <laughs> the rules are current wrestlers only no hall of famers no retired ones no bringing people back no time machine right hold on you said no hall of famers I mean, edge is out he's a current wrestler I, I meant Hall of Famers as in no longer wrestling, active wrestling Hall of Famers, oh, which does, does occasionally show up. Yeah, it, but, but Edge is active wrestling. Here Here's the one that plays into that it doesn't count is Triple H. Okay. Because he's not an active roster wrestler. He just shows up every once in a while. I would also argue that Kane doesn't count as an active wrestler right now. Because he just shows up when every once in a while, well, right? Uh Undertaker's retired, so so he doesn't count. Current wrestlers only. But any roster you want, any promotion you want, I need you to book your dream gimmick match for a pay-per-view. Um dream like like You mean by gimmick match though? You're not talking like gimmick battle royal.
1: You're talking like
0: like Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber, TLC match, uh, Buried Alive match. It's got to be a gimmick match. Okay, that's what I thought you meant. (laughs) However, I will point out, Iron Man is a gimmick. So an Iron Man match is an option. Um, uh, A Dob Collar match or a Strap match is a gimmick. So that counts. A, um, whatever they call it, Fight Pit in NXT that counts as a gimmick match so that's that's fair game there as well the only rules are like I say, current wrestlers from any promotion and it can't be a straight wrestling match
1: can it be a greatest wrestling match ever?
0: Um, I would argue that that was not actually a gimmick match because it was just a straight <laughs> wrestling match that was supposedly the greatest one ever. Okay. Did enough. not make WWE's own list of number one match of the year. It was fifth though, no? I believe it was fifth, yeah. Make up your
2: minds, WWE. Was it the greatest match ever, or was it can fifth? Yeah. between. Can we pick a wrestler from like AEW and a wrestler from WWE, or just yep. dream match? Dream match. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with both of them are gonna. I have two in mind technically, but my first one I was originally thinking of was Kenny Omega versus Ricochet in. I don't know. In a. Kenny Omega versus Ricochet in an Ultimate X match. Can I do that? It's a fantasy. Sure can. In an Ultimate X match. Uh, and I would just pay that for, I would pay a full price pay-per-view amount just to see that one match because that sounds orgasmic. The other one I was thinking of was AJ Styles versus Kenny Omega, and I feel like that's already been done in probably other federation. Oh, maybe not actually. Maybe like has that been done before?
0: I don't uh, think so. Uh, Kenny Omega versus who? Uh, AJ. Um, I'm sure it was done because uh, Kenny Omega was the one who kicked AJ out of Bullet Club, so.
2: Right, okay, that's what I was thinking, too. But, okay. I mean, they
0: were... I mean, maybe, I'd have to check here, because they were, they were teammates with Bullet Club until that happened, and uh, AJ immediately left for WWE, so maybe it hasn't. I'd have to look.
2: Fair. But uh, I'll, either way, I'll stick with my uh, first one. Ricochet, Omega. Just, there can't be any wrong with having that matchup happen. Um, I've been watching... Uh, several matches from Ricochet in like New Japan and oh my god man like and this is when he was um oh, what was his name Uh not Prince was it I think it was Prince something if I'm not mistaken
0: well he wrestled under Prince Puma in um, Lucha Underground and then he was
2: okay I saw like a collage so I was very and he was
0: King Ricochet uh but Now, good news for you, uh, if you do some searching, PWG's Battle of Los Angeles 2014, the semifinal was Kenny Omega versus Ricochet. (laughs) Okay, which one was this? PWG Battle of Los Angeles 2014. Now, of course, that was six years ago, almost. um, So neither of them were in quite the prime they are now, but it still would be fun. And it wasn't an Ultimate X match, so... (laughs) Very. (laughs) But as far as I can tell... That's the only time they've ever faced off one-on-one.
2: Oh, that's such a shame. Oh, man. But then, am I just putting too much in the stew at this point to the point it gets stale? I don't think so. These guys are both great phenomenal workers. Uh, but yeah, that's that. I'm going to go download or find it on YouTube uh, right now, because damn. it was. You said it was Battle of Los Angeles 4? Uh, 2014 2014
0: okay perfect um, and uh, AJ Styles and Kenny Omega just so you know only wrestled once Uh, back in 2006 at a PCW show that I don't know if you can even find on tape fair enough <laughs> they wrestled as a tag as Bullet Club versus uh, Nakamura and Yoshihashi in 2016 but not against each other
2: so Damn. Hey, they they mentioned uh, I think it was Cody rose or Kenny Omega. They mentioned that they wouldn't mind cross promoting with WWE. So I'd be down for them because that, that's yes. big to me th- right there.
0: I think that's mostly was Cody calling Trips's bluff because Trips was all like, Oh yeah, we'd be open to working with another company. And Cody's like, Sure, let's do it.
2: <laughs> but you won't. I think if Vince wasn't there, Trips would be down it would mean nothing but money man for both companies like yeah. it's not a lose for anybody the,
0: the problem with WWE's standpoint is they feel that t- going up against an, any other promotion could is lowering themselves rather than raising them bro which i don't i do think but that's what i think they that's what they think they feel like they're the pinnacle and any other promotion is beneath them so, especially AEW. Working with AEW would be like would be like the Los Angeles Dodgers facing off against a Triple-A team.
2: Mm-mm. Uh, well, let's hope Triple H wasn't bluffing and he'd actually do it cuz AJ and Kenny Omega, Gimme, or AJ and Ricochet, um Kenny Omega and Ricochet, gimme I'll I'll give you my money now. Lego. But uh what would you do, Mr. Fabe So um, There's been a lot of thought While this is going on um,
1: First and foremost I want to make the obvious statement That it's not going to be my fantasy one Because it's actually happened And that is Suzuki Okada vs Kenny Omega in an Iron Man match Because <laughs> um, if you haven't watched it You need to find some way to watch that From New Japan Pro Because oh, It's a good match
0: Um <laughs> Watch that, all three of them. To be perfectly honest, yeah, yeah. Uh, cause, really, cause just... they, they actually tell a story between all three of them, uh, leading yes. up. To it. But if you have to choose one, the Iron Man is a uh, is a good one to watch. Well, oh, and you said I
1: had to do a gimmick, so that's why I did that one. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and um, and my, remind me again, am I limited to just two wrestlers?
0: No. Okay. So you could do an elimination chamber or a war games or whatever. Oh my god, war games! Oh, jeez. <laughs> I just throw a Oh
1: yeah, you so did. <laughs> um, I you. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I really, really like what JLB did in taking WWE, AEW, in, in an impact match um i don't know why i like that so much the problem is the impact match has now been used because as soon as you said ultimate x i was like oh so much fun that is a match that needs to be in other programming that's all i'm saying for Um, sure So, I'm gonna, but because I don't want to, I don't want to copy, even though I really want to copy. Like, that was good. Um, I don't want to exactly copy. I I do want to do a best of. So I am going to take, god dang, do I want to do six? (sighs) shit. I don't want to do elimination chamber. Um, I'm going to do a TLC match. Just making sure that that's what I really want to do.
0: So I'm assuming a tag TLC or a single TLC? A single TLC.
1: I'm just trying to go through all the gimmicks in my head. Um, yeah, I'm going to do a TLC match, but I'm going to create my own spin on it. Um, I'm going to do a gauntlet style. And the reason I want to do a gauntlet style is I'm going to start with three and release. I'm going to do it like a, a pyramid gauntlet style. So it'll start with three, two will come out, and then one comes out. So that's six we're going to do cross promotional of those six we're going to use raw smackdown nxt aew impact and new japan those six um as much as i want to make it all champions because most of the people that i would want would be close to current champions or or recent champions um there is there is one particular show where that doesn't work <laughs> bet you can't guess which one <laughs> but there well there's two because i'm not exactly sure who the new japan pro champion is right now <laughs> but so the six wrestlers are going to be um kenny omega for obvious reason. um and it was tempting not to take Hangman Page there, but he's not hes not the now of professional wrestling. He is definitively the future of professional wrestling. No ifs, ands, or buts. So him and Ricochet and guys like that are. But I'm gonna go with the nows of professional wrestling. So Kenny Omega from AEW. From uh, NXT, it's Finn Balor. Um, from Raw it's, I, I'm not going to use Miz and Smackdown I'm not going to use Roman from Raw um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a former champion who is not the last champion either um, I think Kevin Owens does really well in <laughs> this match really well in this match uh, Smackdown Um, I think it's hard to deny that Daniel Bryan is a major piece of professional wrestling right now. I've said it once before, I'll say it a million times, I don't understand why. I do know he's a great wrestler. To me, the dude has zero charisma. That said, his in-ring performance in a match like this would be really, really, would really elevate it and would really hold it together. So I'm gonna use Daniel Bryan, um, who is a former champion. So, um, remember me again, who did I say on Raw?
2: Yeah, Braun, do you not get that only former champions can be in the Elimination Chamber? (laughs) <laughs>
1: Sorry, I
2: just remembered that from Raw, and I was like, "Tell him, Shane, tell him."
1: Braun Braun is a former champion.
0: Uh, former, there? he was a former Universal champion, but not a former WWE oh, champion. Oh,
1: okay. Sorry. Who who did I have from Raw? I don't remember.
2: Um, how many people did you pick? You have oh Kevin Owens. Kevin, Kevin Owens.
1: Who's a Universal champion? So you're right. He's not a WWE champion. Um, but that's okay because. Daniel Bryan is not a universal champion, so those two can swap. Um, from New Japan Pro, uh, I, I think it's obvious that it's Suzuka Okado. I think most people would understand why if they've seen him in a match. Um, and from Impact, I think everybody knows that I am a mark for the once and future Impact champion and current TNA champion, Moose.
0: So I'm gonna interject something really quickly. Uh, most people who listen know we record this usually on a Tuesday night on Impact Wrestling. Today, Scott Demore officially declared the TNA title is a world championship in T- in Impact Wrestling again. So he is now the current TNA champion. World in Impact. champion, yes. But he's but he's not the Impact World Champion. That's still Rich Swan. Which means they're probably gonna have a unification match.
1: Yeah, that, that makes neither of them a second tier champion.
0: Exactly. So
1: which, I think which we which be
2: definitely
0: they need to
1: fight for it. So,
2: well, so I it, mean, I, go ahead. I was gonna say, according to Brian Cage, though, that title hasn't been significant since he won it. So, ah, uh, That's nice. Yeah. Brian you know, Cage I,
1: is dominant, big, and cool. Um, Brian Cage is, is AEW's version of Braun. They do it better i'll say they do it better but he's yeah. still just aew's version of Ah, uh, i don't
2: that that's me Germany. i
1: i think the brian cage and aew smark would tell you that that's aew's version of Braun right now
0: i think i think they've um misused brian cage right now by putting him Which with caused, yeah I,
1: I think it's caused him to be AEW's version of Braun. Maybe that's what I should say. Their booking has caused him to be that. So, anyway, do I need to book the order and everything?
0: You book as far as you want to make it your dream.
1: So, uh, I think when there's only three dudes in there, you don't get a lot of rest time. Um, which means that you really, really do need to open up with, um, open up with Daniel Bryan in that group. Uh, so I'm gonna have Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, and Kenny Omega start this out, um, followed by uh, Finn Balor and Moose coming out next, and then the surprise is going to be Shinsuke Okada. Um, I just think that that I think I think that everybody going, who's going to be the other one, and and I think there's there's a reasonable number of people who would think it's going to be, you know, Lucha Underground or going to be. Um, Roh or something, you know, something domestic, and then all of a sudden, or even Volter you know, oh, it's it's going to be an XT uk because you know wwe owns so much market or whatever it may be i think having okada come out and then you really you get this look of absolute terror on at least two people's faces because they're exhausted and they have fought through this and they've also fought okada and so you have finn balor and so when finn balor comes out you have omega look over and go i've been here before and then you have okada Okada come out, and Balor and Omega both go, "Oh my gosh!" You know, just like, "Oh," and and just that that level of exhaustion that you get. Um, the other thing is, with Moose on there, you have the opportunity to do a Jeff Hardy-esque spear. Um, I don't want Moose to do an airborne spear. I want—I mean, Moose is the is the the cane of this match. He's um, he's going to carry a lot of big spots. Um, he's obviously not going to win it. I mean, this comes down to Okada, Daniel Bryan, Balor, and and Kenny Omega at the end. I think um, Kevin Owens can definitely be a part of that. But but um, you know, I I really think that you know you get a a a great match out of this. I'm not going to book the winner. I'm not I'm not capable of that. Choosing from all those guys, but. That's, that's where I go with it. I did want to do entrance order, because I just think reflecting up to the ramp at who's coming out, you know, going, oh, crap. Um, from guys who've already been beating the crap out of each other is, is really great. So the other okay. part is for those other three that are yet to come out, there's a significant risk mm-hmm. in the fact that they're not allowed to come out yet. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Match could be over.
1: Yeah, long before they even get in. Well, that's, and that kind of brings some a little bit of that from AEW's uh, Poker Chip Chip of Doom match. Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, mm-hmm. that, that would be an interesting match. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, Both of those matches would be lots of fun.
1: Yeah, I love yours. I just I, I I I'm not I'm a little bit Vince McMahonish in the fact that I'm not man enough to book only two guys in dream match like if I want some guys I want lots of guys
0: yeah, I'm almost surprised you didn't be like okay I'm doing a royal rumble Um, <laughs> hold on a second (laughs) let me pull up the impact roster and the raw roster and the NXT roster and the new japan roster and
1: i mean it's tough when you think about all the people that are out there that are available right now we we really as much as the golden age obviously was the 80s as much as the the prime time i guess i would say age was the 90s that, that was when it had its biggest selling um the most money was going through wrestling it's hard to hard to deny that we're in the best age of professional wrestling in terms of the the quality of professional wrestling that we get and we're so spoiled by it that we that you know hundreds of people have crap ass podcasts that they talk about and bitch about things um every sunday night
2: (laughs) i feel slightly offended (laughs) i feel attacked (laughs)
1: hey man I'm on that podcast too like we're so spoiled by the the greatness of professional wrestling right now that we're actually longing for John Cena versus CM Punk fuck
2: I kind of miss John Cena though straight up I'm going
0: to go on a little John Cena um, appreciation rant that people will um, maybe shut off this podcast because they hear it. I think John Cena gets crap that he doesn't deserve. I would agree. I yeah. think he... he uh, while yes, he did have the five moves of doom, name a wrestler that doesn't. I'll wait. Kevin Nash, <laughs> oh. his are only two. Yeah, he only had three. <laughs> <laughs> the, Size
2: him the up with the
1: corner and then the elbow. Uh, um... Oh so, wait, no, he had the sidewalk slam too, so you gotta give him a fourth.
2: And I mean yeah. look I mean, really look at now I know these wrestlers as just like John Cena, I know these wrestlers have done a heck of a lot more too, but really the rock. Yeah. I'm gonna, subpo, go on. Rock bottom, I'm gonna go rock on subs-
0: I'm gonna go out
1: on a limb here. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Running knees, jump in the corner, running knees in the match. Mm. Uh yes the kicks. The Bell lock. Yes kicks.
0: Mm. Yes. That's what Four I say. You, you you deconstruct almost any professional wrestler right now And you can get him down to about five moves Right, Jeff Hardy He does the uh, Hold the legs up and drop drop the, On the crotch area Right, he does yeah. the swanton He does the whisper in the wind He does the um, uh, Twist of fate What else does he do? That's four Shoulder. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know Ross, uh,
1: Suicide dive over the top
0: and the rest is all like filler, you know. Yep. Um, Roman Reigns gets a lot of crap for having just a few moves: Superman Punch, um, Spear, uh, the the new Dragon Sleeper that he does. But in the end, Braun Strowman has four moves, and people love him. Bobby Lashley, I'm I'm a big fan of Bobby Lashley. He's got about four moves. Right. Every wrestler does it. John Cena just gets all the crap full
1: I will I will tell you there's one that doesn't and that one is one that we've said numerous times needs to be in the title hunt and probably has the title on him even if it's just as a transitional champion Cesaro Cesaro has about eight
0: yeah he he has maybe a few more but he's got the the uh, European uppercut the swing the, the sharpshooter uh, sharp the torture so um, rack, to, the neutralizer yep, neuralizer. Neuralizer or whatever it is, the stupid cradle slam thing. The the what is it? Styles clash with a
1: crotch hold.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> and and the I'm gonna crack my neck first.
1: Just, <laughs> so does that make it
0: hurt more? I'm am confused. Uh, it does ten times yeah, it, more.
1: Yeah, it it causes more impact. <laughs> I would assume. But so here's. Here's a question: Since we're talking about move
0: sets, is the spear the new power bomb,
1: the move that's wasted by everybody doing it?
0: Yes, 100%. yes. More specifically, you like rarely see power bombs now. You rarely see traditional power bombs. You see yeah. sit out power bombs a lot. Right. Power, pop up power bomb. And pop up and power bomb. Buckle bombs. Stuff like that. But the traditional jackknife style power bomb, you don't see as much.
2: Yeah, but that's good.
0: at, at in the in the late 90s everyone and their dog was trying to do a power bomb right because sid and and
1: diesel had gotten over so big with their mm-hmm. power yep at one point I, it was just Sid and diesel
0: yeah i mean in the end i i think Juventud guerrero did a power bomb
1: stop at one, skip one... did um he was in the body donna's uh, uh chris candido chris, chris candido, candido, candido did, did one from the top rope that was really cool
0: yeah but it's like everyone was doing power bombs and and that's what the spear is. It's everyone and their dog does a spear now. Um, and I I feel like we're reaching saturation point on spear. Um, Especially as a finisher. Yeah. I mean, the spear wasn't even Goldberg's finisher. The jackhammer was. The spear was the setup move. Yep. That's what it's best designed for. It's really, the first move.
1: person to have it as a finisher was edge. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Edge had the best fear well, ever.
0: First of all, Rhino. Rhino's the gore. That's true. He had it as secure. a finisher.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep, you're right. No, I, no. I I stand corrected. Rhino was probably easy, the first to use it as a finisher.
0: Yeah, probably. But but so I just thought John Cena gets a lot of crap for his five moves. But here's the deal is he put in work. Well, when he was younger, yes, he was known for politicking backstage to make himself the biggest star he could. But let's be honest, he's not the first wrestler to do it, and he's not the last. And frankly, we talked about one earlier um, in our Four Horsemen thing. Ric Flair was known for politicking backstage to make himself the star. Ric Flair wouldn't be a 18-time world champion if he didn't yes. politic, right? Correct. Period. In fact, some wrestlers who didn't politic for themselves enough might have been better overall, uh, but don't have the, the... The woo factor. Well, yeah, the notoriety of it, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, well,
1: guys who should have, and and I'm going to mention these two. I, I know we have to get on to, to our other segment, but guys who should have... Uh, politics a little bit more ddp and randy savage and randy savage put over ddp yeah and neither Ran- of them politic
0: randy savage put over almost everyone at one yeah. point and really yep. could have politic more for himself and 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 uh, another one who's still sort of wrestling today is sting don't get me wrong sting was world champion multiple times but he was not known for politicking backstage Wait, randy was champion before no <laughs>
1: But yeah, not multiple. I didn't time. say not
0: champions. All three of those were champions.
1: But you think about the number of times that a guy who gets a promo like Randy Savage does should have been a champion. He was only champion one, I think, once in WWE and and twice in WCW. And the WCW times were with were with uh, Vince at the helm. Yep. Which Miss really sucks. Yep. So, I mean, DDP was a champion several times. DDP put over Goldberg in the best long Goldberg match there ever. There's ever been, really the best Goldberg match of all time.
0: And there's the so, very famous uh, quote from Macho Man, uh, DDP talking about it, where um, he was talking about they were set up for a match, and uh, DDP just assumed Macho Man was gonna win, right? And so he goes up because DDP was known for over planning his matches. And, you know, other wrestlers liked to call in the ring. DDP likes to go rehearse and basically had a notebook where he'd write his matches down. And so he went up to Macho Man, who at this time, keep in mind, was already like a 15-year veteran in the in the business, right? And he's like, he's like, hey, how do you want to do this match? And Macho Man's like, you know what? I think I want to take a diamond cutter tonight.
1: literally how ddp retells
0: it Mm -hmm. just like macho man voluntarily said i want to lose to not even like you're scheduled to lose so make him look good but i'm gonna make you look good because i'm gonna lose to you because that makes me look good snap but that's the deal is later on in john cena's career he was notorious for putting over the new talent. He would do he would come back from semi-retirement to wrestle a few matches against an up-and-comer so that that guy would look like a superstar Who? DDP? John Cena oh, so That's right. Yeah. Getting back to the original original talking John Cena uh, gets a lot of crap but towards the end he, he really did work hard to put over he other did. wrestlers Specifically
1: Roman Yep uh, the, he his put cut over against Roman in the ring Was to help put Roman over
2: mm-hmm.
1: That's crazy but it's true yeah. So
2: of oh, course, Put over I throw,
1: the fiend I want to throw a caveat in my match So yeah. when Okada comes out Will Ospreay attacks And takes his spot in the match
0: <laughs>
1: That's mean So you get the oh crap moment and then all of a sudden you have Will Ospreay Which is a lot of fun Last year's PW Insider Wrestler of the Year <laughs>
0: John Cena lost to The Fiend at the Firefly Funhouse match when he came back?
1: Yeah. I mean, only after burying Bray Wyatt earlier in his career, but Mm -hmm. he tried to make some retribution for it. Speaking of retribution, that's it. I'm done.
2: (laughs) Oh, I am so done with this retribution bullshit. Like... Just bring Dominic Dijakovic back as Dominic Dijakovic and do something.
1: (laughs) Well, especially now that they're about to give Damian Priest a decent run. You know, theoretically, their storyline right now sets up for Damian Priest to be the next champion. Dominic Dijakovic is stuck in this. Dominic Dijakovic and Keith Lee are stuck in mid-card crap.
2: Oh, wait a minute. I just realized something with our whole Miz thing. There's a freaking rumor that the Miz is going to face Bad Bunny. At WrestleMania. And I hope to God that that's not true, but based off the stuff that, they've been doing.
0: That's, that's been what they've been building up, but that's part of why I'm 100% certain Miz is not still WWE champion come WrestleMania. Because well, they've been building you're... that up back and forth with him and, and, and Damian Priest.
1: If that happens, it's Damian Priest and Bad Bunny versus Miz and, and John Morrison, which Tom. will not be exciting.
0: Anyways, I just think later on in his career, John Cena put on great matches, helped put over talents, even when he defeated people. Like, he had a string of matches at house shows with Baron Corbin, but he made Baron Corbin look like a star at all of them. Right? So, um, so I think he gets a lot of flack, but ask almost any WWE fan right now if they could have their... Raw be the quality it was five years ago with John Cena there and I think any real fan would say yeah yeah can we can we take Raw back to that please
1: what we really need right now in any of the promos or any of the any of the brands um, Roman does an okay job of it but we need the guy who can cut a five minute promo that isn't Paul Heyman Um,
2: I don't get it though you had no problem when Brock when Heyman was doing it for Brock that's the problem is we're
1: twelve years into this or ten years into into Brock being back with three years the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like we've had we've had Heyman cutting the promos for somebody for ten years. And I love Heyman, but I
2: It doesn't sound like it. The the No <laughs> Fine, I don't
1: love Heyman. How do you like that? Hmm? <gasps> um but but Heyman <sighs> CM Punk's pipe bomb by itself lands good. Um, John Cena's promos needed somebody, needed a sounding board to bounce him off. His best promos, um, whether it was way back in when he was challenging Brock, um, basically with raps that was gonna kill him, um, or see, and Cena cuts a good promo, but he had Roman to bounce him off of, which part of the reason he called out Roman is because it wasn't a good bounce. Um, CM Punk, uh, Orton, Triple H. There was always a sounding board there. There's no other sounding board. Just Heyman cuts really great promos by himself. But there's no, not even a guy who can go a promo without a sounding board or with a sounding board. A good five minute promo. Um, there's a couple women who can, but Becky Lynch can, but she's out right now. Um, I don't think Seth can, in my opinion. Um, KO is probably the best we've got right now, and Sami Zayn would be, but he's annoying.
0: Yeah i think kind of to your point what wwe needs right now is stars yes and and vince is against that so Mm -hmm. vince has fought very hard against that but why do we watch raw right now it's not for the matches that's for certain (laughs) is it for randy orton coughing up black stuff
2: Maybe for some people. I still don't get what that's supposed to be. Oh, like, just give me the fiend already. Enough of this stupid shit. Oh, my God. Like, and I am sorry. Is anyone going to talk about how Randy Orton came out with no burns? Like,
0: oh, yeah, I brought that up up. after Royal Rumble, how he miraculously healed himself in one week from all the burns
2: like come on man like you just expect us to believe he's okay but the fiend who can handle so much work completely screwed he's dead yeah, he's dead but randy orton could do it because he hears voices too but he's fine they talk to him they counsel him um uh, they understand okay ah, divinity. They-
0: anyways let us move on to our final game of the evening (laughs) ring of honor aew or impact Uh, rules are simple i'm gonna give a list of three wwe current wrestlers that need to be relocated to a different company and then they will challenge back first round your choices are former nxt champions that are now barely being used one of them has not wrestled on TV in over a year. Bo Dallas, Bobby Roode, and Andrade. God, that reminds me of an FBI that recently
1: happened where you weren't there. Except we had Alistair Black in it. God, so it's that? a Who different challenge. <laughs> did you did you just listen to last week's and be like, if I take Alistair Black out and put Bobby Roode in, that's gonna be a pretty good one.
2: Pretty you much. Know?
0: way more faith in the fact that i listened to things
2: (laughs) yeah i think that's why he chose it because he didn't realize
1: (laughs) he had no clue that we did nearly that same thing last week
0: all right (laughs) go ahead
1: man jlb you want to show me show us what you got
0: hey Uh, it can uh, change it entirely with uh with bo bo bobby Roode, and andrade
2: Yeah, that's legit. Control C, Control V. Um.
0: Again, apparently you had Alistair Black in there, and I don't, so. (laughs) You cannot Control C if it's different.
1: Well, Control C, Control V, Backspace, 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 Type.
2: (laughs) Um, okay. Bobby Roode, Andrade. Why do I keep thinking about Alistair Black? Oh, Um. Yeah, alright So, give me Bo Dallas to AE Dubs My
1: god, it happened again That's awesome
2: <laughs> I just feel like he needs it He's very creative And uh, he's funny, he's good Still happening If We both Mar- loved
1: if- the Bo Lee gimmick last week
2: We so. <laughs> do Dude, when they mentioned believe, I think it was Caruso or someone. Someone said Believe. I think it was maybe on the um, mm-hmm. on the kickoff show. But she literally was like she emphasized on the bow leave. And I was like, Are you doing something finally with Bo Dallas? Is that what's going on? But no. <laughs> I was very upset. Reports
0: have it that they don't they're not even calling him to the arena. He's literally oh. just sitting at home collecting a paycheck. That's awesome. Cool. Good for him. Yeah. Well, hey, you you want to say good for him? He's sitting at home on the ranch that he shares with his girlfriend, Liv Morgan. So, good yes. for him. Good for him.
2: <laughs> Lucky ducks. And they both like video games. Good for them. It's a video game couple. That's awesome.
1: Too bad they can't
0: do a Twitch.
2: Uh, right. <laughs> he could if he wants to get fired. Yeah. Hey.
0: I'm just. I'm waiting Look, for one of yeah. the disgruntled WWE people to figure out that loophole. They must know. Come on. I feel like Aleister Black
1: should just do it. <laughs> yeah. My wife's going somewhere else I want to too.
2: And his wife plays video games, so like the perfect
1: yeah. opera. Just go onto her Twitch for a month.
2: Well, technically CJ, aka Lana, was on is, oh, is on Rusev's Twitch every so often, but she doesn't talk about WWE like it's Russo's show and then Lana just randomly appears. Yeah. But I think that's Russo's. the
0: loophole because she's not the person on the show.
1: It's not. Yeah, she's CJ.
0: Well, and she's not it's not the CJ Parker podcast or you know Twitch stream. It's and we're he's better.
2: also mentioned Lana on the podcast, though. Like, he said the name Lana when they were talking about the whole incident. Yeah. It Again,
0: like I say, the, the the loophole is because her name is not officially attached to the thing. They can't punish her because it's not her Twitch page.
1: The loophole is Vince is enough of an asshole to be like, well, you two are married, but I'm going you know, to let you work together. So I'm going to fire yeah. on her. <laughs>
2: Uh gee golly.
0: Okay, so You're Bo Dallas and AEW again. G- apparently.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, listen to your own podcast and maybe you would have known that. Uh um, wasn't
0: my podcast. I wasn't there.
1: That was your <laughs> podcast. Okay, listen to the podcast that you had to produce.
0: Yeah, I we was even, we even, I was sitting we at home with even, the jaw swollen up like a tennis ball.
1: And all, and your production value was I'm gonna run this through some
0: silence filters. That's all I do. That's so all <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> You think I actually listened to this afterwards? <laughs> no. I'm so you good. had
1: to listen to it while you were
0: here. <laughs> exactly. Listen to it once. I find the beginning, cut off everything before that. I find the end, cut off everything after that.
2: <clears throat> I do
0: my filter. I figure out where a midpoint is. I find a good spot for it there, and then I save and go. Perfect. At midpoint, you was, go to the it, middle of it, and hit play until there's the end of a segment. that's pretty Can much it. <laughs> Actually, I don't even I don't even just wait. I hit play and if I don't hear a good thing, I skip forward 15 seconds until I hear something.
2: <laughs> what a deuce. Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. I love it.
2: I love podcast editing secrets with Detective <laughs> <with> Smart.
1: <laughs> don't listen to your shit. <laughs> Podcasting for dummies written by Detective Martin Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, hey. so where's Bobby Roode <laughs> and, and uh,
2: Andrade going? So, um, Bobby Roode is going to ROH, he already had his time on Impact, and he now gets no more time on Impact because I feel like he perhaps might be past his prime, that's sounds to say, but you know, it is what it is and that's life. And um, Andrade goes to Impact because Andrade has a lot more to prove. Uh, and from what I remember back in his NXT days, he was pretty awesome. I just haven't seen that um, in his whole Selena Vega thing. I'm a jigger. But, yeah, so that's what I would do. And, um, yeah, and Rude can, you know, have fun in ROH. And uh, maybe uh, get some new eyeballs on ROH there. So that's what I am doing. Fair enough. Yep. Um, So
1: before I answer this, yeah, it does play into this, did you go back and watch... Uh, Bobby Roode versus, or not Bobby Roode. Did you go back and watch Johnny Gargano versus Andrade? Talking to me? Yes.
2: I did not yet.
1: Okay. I just was curious, um, but it does play into this a little bit. Um, I I get a feeling after watching that versus the Kushida match, I get a feeling that maybe, maybe Andrade's past is prime.
0: <gasps>
1: oh, shit. Like he's like he's lost a step. And Smarks, am I am I way off on
0: feeling that way? I I would say yes, but that's me. I'm I personally. I think he's slowed a-
1: down. I think he's just slowed down. I I
0: like I think it's main minutes. roster. I think it's main roster. I think they tell them to work a different style on main roster. That's not what he was used to.
1: Oh, so so you don't think he's lost a step in terms of time? No speed. Okay. That, that was my feeling there. Um, so, um, this is not to dog on everybody but Cody who's in that mid-card title picture, that TN, TNT championship picker, picture. But I do feel like we need better vocals from the wrestler in the TNT title picture. And so, better vocals means... Bobby Roode um, Bobby Roode can cut a promo really really well um, that's 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 really the only reason that he's floundering, floundering on the main roster that and he didn't pass his test But um, so I, I, I'm going to put Bobby Roode to AEW um, Andrade I think has some versatility to him to this day I still believe he looks larger than he actually weighs um, <laughs> as I mentioned last week i was astonished that he's under 220 pounds that blows my freaking mind um so i guess that versatility puts him in the same category with aj and aj did a ton on impact with that i i I think impact is heading towards a third peak or a third plateau a third third um high point um I really, really like what you do with Bo Dallas. I really do. And I think he can cut great promos. I just don't think his promos are cut for um, AEW. Um, Bo Dallas is getting a raw deal here because he, again, can cut really good promos. But when you throw Bobby Roode in, it does change things from Aleister Black. So I'll give you that, Smarks, because last week it was hands down Bo Dallas to AEW it's promo skills that, that make the money um I, I i unfortunately am sending bo dallas to to roh and i don't want to do that because his in-ring work is is mid-card work at its best um and i'm not saying he couldn't be main event work i'm just saying he does really good mid work mid-card work um in-ring and his promo work is, I, I fell in love with the Bo Leave gimmick. I don't know why, but Bo Leave and B Team were just freaking gold. And yeah. in B Team, he was Kurt Hennig's son's mouthpiece because Kurt Henning's son couldn't cut a promo. Um, and, and Bo Dallas can.
2: So Kurt he, Henning's son right now.
1: Is he even wrestling?
2: Uh, he's that. not on
1: any
0: major promotion.
1: I thought he was in uh, like Triple A or something like that. It's it's maybe Evolve or something. I don't know.
0: Uh, he's not with Evolve cuz WWE bought Evolve and... <laughs>
1: they would immediately fire him.
0: let's see. Anyway, uh, on the Wikipedia page cuz
1: what while you're looking that up. That's that's where I would go. Um I I think the matches that Bobby Roode puts in in that mid-card reign. I I, I think he's a consistent contender for the TNT championship I do a hundred percent believe he's fastest prime he's probably five years old and probably 45 ish um, I just don't he was a mid-carter at impact except for a couple of years um, so yeah I mean you could maybe have him get a tag partner um, do a beer money-esque gimmick again but he was the voice of beer money um, I, I, I don't know why they don't put him on the mic more often, but they don't, so um, that's that's why I do that. But um, and I think Andrade could main event. I just, in my opinion, he's lost a step, and Impact gives him the chance to regain that. Now, where's Curtis Axel at?
0: Uh, as far as I can tell, nowhere. Oh wow. His Wikipedia page lists his, lists nothing after WWE. I'm on his Twitter right now and i'm back two months and i don't find any mention of a match of any sorts damn so yeah as far as i know he's not doing anything right now
2: well there goes his career Jeez. well i mean it's also COVID times too you know he probably just said okay screw it i'll just you know sit home do some stuff i've wanted to do he was the guy he was with uh the other guy doing the toys right or am i confusing
0: No, you were thinking of Brian Myers. Brian Myers, oh, right. Brian Myers is actively wrestling in Impact. In fact, right now he's in a feud with uh, former Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona.
2: Oh, snap. Bam. Well done. There you have it. Um,
0: Okay, so um, the only thing I can get off of Joe Henning's uh, 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 Twitter feed is that he's a big fan of a roofing company that... Uh, their name is Roofle, but it looks like Roofy and I'm like, that's a really bad name for a company.
2: <laughs> bad we'll, of it? Welcome like... to your
1: house to repair your stuff and Roofy you. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, that's really
2: bad marketing. Right
1: <laughs> I hear it and I immediately think of the the, the grape fizzy pop, <laughs> and I'm just gonna leave it at that. Oh, whitest kids <laughs> reference. Yeah, because I don't want to say what the character's name is.
0: Yes. <laughs> he would probably drive a van with grape on it. Uh, <laughs> a grape van. Yes. A gr- G- gr- gr- grape, grape, grape van. Gr- Ape <laughs> van. Anyways. Right. Well, since I apparently control C, control D, backspace, 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 backspace Bobby Rude, uh, what is your challenge towards me?
2: Uh, yeah, am I the last one, or babe can go?
0: I can go if you want. I just was letting you back.
2: No, it's all on you.
1: Okay, so um, speaking of retribution, oh. this is going to be a nice, I was going to be nice, but you said that so now i'm not gonna be nice um
2: oh look the regular fade is (laughs) back
1: so what i was going to say was break up retribution and put him into those but since somebody had to be an asshat who says things like oh jesus Let's go ahead and have some fun with this. <laughs> you're going to leave factions put together instead of breaking them apart. And no, you're going Jesus. to move... <laughs> there's, it's, there's not a reset button on this, bud. Sorry, you can't say Jesus, again and shut it off. So you're <laughs> yeah. going to move the Hurt business. The, <laughs> the Hurt Business Retribution or... Oh, who do I want to do as the final faction? Oh, uh, we'll take NXT. We'll do the 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 way Johnny Gargano's faction. You thought I was gonna give make it easy and give you Adam Cole, but I didn't.
0: Okay, the way hurt business retribution.
1: Yep, the way as results, they
0: currently stand. As they currently stand, correct. So this is gonna seem a little weird, uh. But the way goes to a AEW. That doesn't seem weird at all. I yeah,
1: totally expected you to do that. You they, want Candice LeRae in the women's division. You want Johnny Gargano in the men's division. You have Austin Theory in the mid-card. It sounded exactly where I thought you would go.
2: Yeah, that's kind of the most original way you could have yeah. done it.
0: The, the, the weird one is going to be the next one. Oh, Retribution okay. is going to Impact. Wow. As they currently stand, Retribution uh, versus Decay and Impact I think makes a lot of sense. Plus, they could actually their their gimmick would make a whole lot more sense uh, if they get fired from WWE and come into Impact because then they'd at least have something to be pissed about. <laughs> As of right now, whoa, whoa. WWE held us back. Who the fuck are you? Well, they held us back. That's why you don't know. Okay, show us that you're any good. No, we suck. Uh, doesn't seem to be like they held you back now, does it? <laughs> so hold on would that have changed if Mercedes
1: Martinez was still part of retribution may so, currently stand only affects retribution and uh and uh um her business yeah because um, he either gain or lose apollo yeah
0: um that and, and that's why as they currently stand i don't know if it would have changed i like Mercedes martinez um I personally think she made a mistake choosing NXT over AEW uh, because reports have it AEW was trying to get her at the same time. But um, I think NXT misused her for the better part of a year and still hasn't really started using her quite right. Um, But I, I, I think in Retribution, she would have had the same problems that Mia Yim has in retro. so oh, yeah. So I think I think sending them to Impact is still my answer, which means the hurt business goes to Ring of Honor. Now um, does that change? No, I don't think it changes one way or another. I didn't I th- know. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think Cedric and and uh, uh, Shelton run the tables in Ring of Honor's tag division. I think Bobby Lashley just fucking wrecks everyone and leaves in championship division. And, I mean, Ring of Honor would have a totally different face if Bobby Lashley, right? Oh, amen. Absolutely. It'd be really hard for you to expect Dalton Castle to uh, compete against Bobby Lashley on the ring. And I like Dalton Castle, but...
1: He's no Bobby Lashley.
0: No, he's not. So, was...
1: Obviously, Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano are the reasons you take them, uh, or or is Austin Theory part of your play there? Was, was he's, I? He's
0: part of my play. He's he's talented. He's just very green. He yeah. he's still, and that's why. And we saw that when they pulled him up to the main roster temporary. Yeah, um, he was not ready for main roster run, but he can very easily be like you say mid card in AEW, uh, out there with Ricky Starks you know, uh, competing for that TNT title. That sort of area. Yeah. I'm all for it. Okay. And uh, the, the the other girl, she's the only one that's like, meh. Yeah. Also very green. <laughs> very
2: green, yes. Nice. So, what I would do then is just to be different. Okay, so the way has who? Because I can now finally watch NXT starting this Wednesday since it would officially will be on Sportsnet. And... Uh, so I can record one while watching the other on Wednesdays now. So I am really happy for that. So the way is Johnny Gargano.
0: Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae are basically the leaders of it. And then Austin Theory and I'm totally blanking on her name.
1: I, I am too. That's how mad she is.
0: And I blanked on it the other day for the same reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me give me a second here. Because I know as soon as I see it you're know, like, oh yeah, her, <laughs> yeah. Um, Indie Hartwell. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah, her. <laughs> but Austin, Austin Theory, it, basically, Indie and Austin are kind of the 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 mentees, and Johnny Gargano and Ken LeRae are kind of using them to get what they want.
2: Mm. Give me what I want. Okay. I do like Gargano and e- Evans as a team though. That sounds freaking awesome. Gargano and Evans. Uh Ev- his name is Evans, no? no oh, but I don't Austin care about- Theory. Austin Theory. Theory Evans. We're <laughs> at- Uh Theory and Gargano just seem like that would be an amazing tag team. Have they tag teamed yet? No, uh,
0: Gargano's been... At least as far as I know, no tag team. Gargano's been uh, chasing the NXT North American Championship and Uh, then winning it and defending it. And Austin Theory has been kind of his lapdog to help him keep it. uh, Okay. Gargano
1: is busy holding on to the most prestigious mid-card title there is in, in the sport.
0: And and that's that's an important thing to point out. Austin Theory is coming to his own for comedic purposes in Ooh. this story. Whereas when they tried to play him off as part of the uh, Andrade uh, Selena Vega faction where he was serious and, and a badass it didn't really work. Uh, allowing him to be kind of this goofy... Uh, has definitely worked in his favor, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree.
2: Nice. Yeah, and, uh, you know, just this whole Three amigo thing, it was just too much. Um, I officially think Vince is even more racist because who did uh, Damien Priest fight on Raw? He fought... uh, Oh, Jesus. Uh, Who did he fight? He fought... uh, It was basically uh, two Spanish guys fighting sort of oh
0: well, uh, wasn't it um angel garza
2: angel garza that's it excuse me yeah
0: <laughs> like Jesus oh, Vince oh, Vince looks <laughs> looks at
1: people's melanin like oh that's that means those two have to hang out together like yeah. automatic segregation I was
2: like, dude why? I'm like yeah. why is this even a thing like,
1: why is it every time we see a black dude in a match he has to be fighting another black dude <laughs> like every freaking time
2: yeah well i think this time around it was technically uh no those two are both latin not true that's not true by the way i totally forgot that alexander and shelton benjamin were tag team champions because we saw them on raw today last yesterday and they faced um the lucha house party
1: (laughs) i'm i'm not jesus again
2: i i mean minorities okay fair yeah but oh,
1: and, and of course, it's also not true because next week we have Bobby Lashley versus The Miz. But it just feels like if we're gonna get just a, a filler match, it's gonna be two people of the same race against each other, oh, so as to not put anybody over.
2: <laughs> right.
1: It feels that way. I'm not saying that's the actual intention. It just that's how it feels. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong,
2: babe. In his feelings, no. But you're right you're absolutely right it's just it's a bit too ridiculous i was just like vince why well like this match doesn't even make sense you're just saying hey these two guys are spanish here you go like yeah come. lucha house party versus well lucha house
1: party is is the variable faction so
2: uh, yeah i get that but then when you have the match right before that being freaking garza and damian priest i'm just like what's why i mean as much as i hate you like hating on tozawa you know i would have much rather have seen uh you know a tozawa notice, masco
1: but notice he's the one in the ninja gimmick <laughs> we could do an entire Vince is racist episode if we want to do
2: Just, i don't think we have enough hours in the day to show you how much Vince is racist to be frank. <sighs> But I I'll get...
1: also say fans don't give enough credit because even though The Rock is an NOI, he's still black. So at least a portion black held the WWE title before Kofi did.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd still go with that because he's more Samoan than technically fully black. Okay, been... then
1: don't degrade your other titles when you have mark henry win the big gold belt
0: uh yes. i to the fans i i would argue on the rock thing his dad was black so yeah. you can argue back and forth he's more samoan than full but is that- he's 50 50 yeah he's yeah. half black he's literally 50 50 so there's not more one than the other
1: noted. and if we're going to count the big gold belt towards john cena's total Triple H is total, and this is this is the anti fan view. John Cena's total, Triple H is total, um, all these other people's totals on their on their number of title reigns. That uh, Randy Orton, then Mark Henry is. He's not the first WWE champion that's ever held it, but he's he's the first guy in WWE that's a hundred percent black that's won a major title, and that's not to dog on Kofi. That's just saying it's happened before Kofi. Okay in vince's defense
2: yeah but i mean yeah oh i it's look uh, but i mean i guess the the rock does count though it's half half still regardless um i don't think vince hates on people with color or anything like that necessarily oh he loves Uh, them some ones. But he definitely loves his Samoans. So that's why The Rock is, you know what I mean? Uh, I think Vince was more looking towards the Samoan side of things. Because um, you really haven't seen since Mark Henry and I would even say Kofi. I think Kofi because I feel like Mark Henry only had it for like, what, two weeks or something? I don't think he had it for that long. Hall of he?
1: Pain? It was like nine months.
2: Oh, snap. Okay. All right. Yeah, the Hall that's of
1: Pain was, was long.
2: Fair. Yeah, And, that and
1: theoretically, changed. WWE owns the big gold belt now. So, Farouk is technically their first big champion. Or mm-hmm. Ron Simmons. Right. Yeah. But that's a technicality, because they bought that.
0: True. But anyways, back off of our tangent. Where yeah. would you put The Way, Retribution, or Hurt Business, JLB?
2: So, I think I've mentioned this. Uh, you would have to... I would actually like to see The Hurt Business in eat-ups i I think still go i think mvp can still go he has an mma background he's been keeping up uh lashley just phenomenal give me him against brian gage give me him against lance archer give me him against moxley um
1: i'm glad you said moxley because i'd love to see him in a a exploding death match that they have coming up
2: lashley and something like that
1: it's
2: coming up soon fellas jesus march 14th or march 9th or something mm-hmm. it's uh, almost here um yeah so we're putting her business there then we have retribution and the way uh yeah the way has to definitely do uh go into impact gargano uh i'm gonna say evans again uh theory gargano and theory um as well as, uh, I forgot his wife's name. Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae uh, just would fit perfectly and add a mm-hmm. lot to it.
1: LeRae Perazzo. That's a good reason for that. That by itself is oh. a good reason for that.
2: That execution can just go and die in ROH because ROH would definitely get rid of that ASAP. Yep, that's what I'm doing. And uh, yes, so I believe it is my turn to give you guys a little round here. So I am going to give you also factions. However... No, we, no, never mind. We did that already, technically. Um, I am going to give you... Okay, I'm just going to give you... W.W. Women. Riders. I don't know. I was trying to think of a theme. Shayna Baszler, Shayna, Shayna Baszler, uh, I guess we can fit Becky Lynch into this, and Asuka. Ooh, this sounds fun. It depends how you look at it.
1: <laughs> um, I'll go first. Did we lose Smarks? Are you there, Smarks?
0: No, I'm just waiting.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, hold on, I gotta read this.
0: Remember when 200? 200... What is this? uh it's just it's just from a facebook group don't worry about it right now it's okay you can explain it after the podcast
1: anyway um so i am gonna take uh basler to aew i think the upside is the biggest for basler um though they don't they have her cut promos occasionally but it's with nia Jax, which sucks um basler in aew i think just amplifies that division so very very well um She's obviously susceptible to the Kira Fuda Clutch being turned into a roll-up. So, um, there's places for people to beat her. Um, but, you know, I I just think that's such a a wonderful piece to that. And I know Asuka is considered the better wrestler. I like Baszler better overall. Um, (sighs) Becky Lynch to Impact. Um... The most charismatic of the group, um, she just hasn't had a chance to wrestle a lot of those guys, and um, I, I think she, I think she has the wrestling powers to be very, 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 very good there, and that means I'm actually putting Oscar in ROH, um, and I don't feel good about it, but
2: that's where she's going. Damn. Okay. So, you put Baszler where? Adebs. A-dubs. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean. There's a, there's there's all there's all of them are wrong answers and all of them are right answers. So,
0: so so here's what it comes down to. We we have the the question of what I would like most and versus what I would do from a business standpoint. And to clarify, what I would like most is Shayna Baszler in AEW. I think she's got the biggest overall wrestling upside i think she puts together great matches and she would have some great matches with that whole roster however from a business standpoint right now if you were aew and you had a chance to get becky lynch fucking get becky lynch you know what i mean true uh, and so so that's where i'm gonna differ i'm gonna put becky lynch in aew even though i would probably prefer to see Shayna baszler yeah becky lynch is the star Shayna Baszler should 100% be the star, and I blame WWE all the time for misusing her. Like, they brought her out, they looked like they were gonna make her this monster heel, and then they eventually decided just to team her in a comedy duo with Nia Jax.
2: Well, I mean, they did. Look at last year's Elimination Chamber. They made her into this crazy beast.
0: That's my point, they looked like they were making her a monster heel, and then they just backed off it and turned her into a comedy duo. She jumped the shark when they made her bite Becky. See, I, I think they could have recovered from that as yeah, long as they still. Can, were. Yeah, as long as they still continued to make her a monster heel, but they didn't. They backed away pretty quickly and had her lose, and then had her join a tag team with Nia Jax. Kiss and, to death, and and do these these stupid gimmick Which, things like trying to walk through the 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 door on Bailey's Ding Dong
2: <laughs> show at the
0: same time.
2: Use the door. Use the door.
0: Oh, that was hilarious. I
2: loved it. No, not a fan. Okay.
0: I'm I'm not a fan of how they're using Shayna Baszler.
2: Shayna Baszler oh, right.
0: should be fucking wrecking people.
2: For sure. She sh- she
0: I don't care if she's champion or not. The, <laughs> uh, like there's no reason Lana should ever be in the ring with Shayna Baszler and not scared for her fucking life.
1: Very true. The Sorry. fact is, because they've already made her that dominant heel in the elimination chamber last year, it they <laughs> ruined Kayfabe by doing that. The believability is
2: gone. I don't necessarily know if it's gone. I mean, dude, they've they've done stuff with other wrestlers. Look at, you know, Mick Foley doing his dude love gimmick and being all friendly and whatever and then, you know, him coming back as mankind and doing a crazy matchup. It's not No,
0: they one hundred percent have a have an option right now to rescue uh Shana Baszler right now. Uh because she knocked out one of Asuka's teeth in the ring on Monday night. Yeah. But and if they just play that off as I I do what I want.
2: Yeah, but the problem is you also then saw her look at Asuka and see if she was okay. So that's kind of the whole...
0: They can still gloss over that. They've got this opportunity. Asuka come out on Raw next week with her face bandaged up comically saying, you knocked out my teeth, all of this stuff. I'm I'm angry. Um, Shayna saying, you want a piece of me and set up a match for Fastlane. That's a singles match for the championship. Rescue. Yeah. Anyways, but so, Becky Lynch, Lynch <laughs> Becky Lynch to AEW. That's the uh the way you go. Shayna Baszler uh really could go to either impact or uh Ring of Honor mm-hmm. and be fine. Asuka could go to either and be fine. Um I think I think from a gimmick standpoint, Asuka and Impact makes more sense. Uh they they really could play off with her against like rosemary against some of those people in in impact because impact's got a little bit wilder gimmicks so and Shayna baszler with her mma background in ring of honor would fit right in
2: um just have her come in and wreck shit so guys i have a question okay uh wait i guess maybe Fabe should answer first and then i'll go on to that question okay because it's in regards to another federation sorry go ahead that's odd i remember answering you did right Yes. Yeah. Yes. You ran first. Okay. Sorry. I felt bad. I didn't want to like discharge. Um, so good point. Um, well, yeah, I'm glad discharge on our show. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, bloodsport. Rick What's Barnett? the bloodsport? Is that kind of real or not at all?
0: It's it's still it's cage kayfabe. It's still wrestling.
2: Uh, but they're kind of but that's it so it's not necessarily they're hitting them hard but maybe the moves are more like let's see if you can get out of it like they're not choking them to death but it's yeah, still it's, very bad, babe.
0: it's just designed it's more deathmatch style uh, thing it's it's technically through Game Changer Wrestling which G, uh, GCW is kind of an up and coming federation that's really worked around a realistic style Right. Okay. But so the blood sports matches are based on looking like they're shoot MMA style matches, even though they're worked matches in wrestling. Oh, uh, okay. And so um and it goes back, Matt Riddle hosted one in twenty eighteen. Josh Barnett's been the one hosting it since then. Uh and and yeah, it's going on, what are we up to? Ask? Uh, Sex is what's coming up. So is Jean Claude Van Damme still the champion? No.
1: <laughs> okay, just checking.
0: Remember when I, the dude blinded that, him? Yeah. Yeah. Through the, yeah. the chocolate. in and his that eyes? F- thing. Yeah. Kick him in the. All right, punch him in the nuts.
2: Yeah. You mean the Johnny Cage thing? <laughs>
1: Uh,
0: Jean-Claude Van
1: Damme in Bloodsport happened long before Johnny Cage existed. I know.
2: Right, yeah, I, just, I just wanted to give you an ulcer. Uh, so, so, Dave, so to explain
0: to DA Fave, since I'm sure he didn't really follow it, <laughs> um, the the Josh Barnett Bloodsport recently happened uh, just the other day, February 20th. Um, and then there's another one happening in a, couple, a month or so. But the main event of it was John Moxley versus Davy Boy Smith Jr. Okay. Um, and then after it, they announced that uh, Josh Barnett is going to fight against John Moxley in a a match at the next one coming up in April. So it's been getting a lot of play because of Moxley.
2: Yeah, Moxley God. was pretty bad. So that was a really fun match to watch. Very different too. Well, I mean, it was just it's technically MMA ish. So like you're watching UFC but with wrestlers yeah it's like fake UFC it's, it's <laughs> really? like, UFC, it's like raw you know. underground well that's originally what I thought when I saw the ring but it's I'm
1: sorry when you said Bloodsport I just got that vision of of in the movie Bloodsport when John claude Van Devs had just been blinded where he puts his hands on his eyes like ah. for like four minutes straight <laughs>
2: That is an iconic scene, though. Oh, so it's, a
1: that's a good movie. Theme it's not a good movie. It's a terribly good movie. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. But I think we're at the end of a podcast that
0: had a we, lot of segues. We 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 definitely went off on some tangents in this podcast. But, but we will start to wrap things up on the FBI. Uh, make sure to like this podcast on whatever platform you use to. Uh, listen to it so that you get notified whenever you put new episodes up. Uh, follow us on social media. You can follow me on pretty much any place at rawandorderwbu. You can follow DAFabe at DAVincentKFabe. And then is gonna spout off all of his shit here. Uh, you can follow him <laughs> <in that.
2: laughs> at. At JLB420 on Twitter. Real Talk Radio is the brand. Smart Marx is just a hater, but you can follow Real Talk Radio at Real Talk Radio 8, anchor.fm slash RTR. Back to you.
0: <laughs> Make sure to uh, review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars, just like the number of stars you will give your vacation if you ever go to beautiful Turks and Caicos. It's back. Aww. Yeah. I couldn't stay mad. <laughs> this is so cute. <laughs> yeah, We love you, Turks and Caicos. That's kind
1: of like saying I'm not mad at my wife for cheating on me with CNN.
0: <laughs>
1: all of CNN.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a certain point that you got to check the freebie five list and if CNN's on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not at all where I saw that go. <laughs> yeah. Uh Make sure to check the doobly-doos for this podcast. You're going to find our link to our link tree with links to everywhere you can listen to us, and our Wix site, and our Patreon, and our merch store at shop.spreadshirt.com/slash wbu So you can um, go there and support us. Like I said, though, the easiest, cheapest, absolutely free way to support us is just to share this podcast on your social media so other people listen to it just click that share button and say listen to raw and order wbu it's good send yeah not Smarks though he doesn't listen to his own podcast i i listen to it once when i record it <laughs> Fair. i don't like inflate our numbers by listening to it a hundred times well, like some podcasts. Well, you aren't jim Cornette. Soon. You're right. I am not Jim Cornette. Wait, did I Cornette get caught doing that? No, but I'm sure he does it a little bit more fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: No, he just got caught being a generic douchebag in general. And
2: selling his wife to the highest bidder. What? What happened there? Mm-hmm. Too soon? Mm-hmm. No. Nothing. No, no. Carry no. on. But on that
0: note, we are going awesome. to close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Um, thank you for listening. We will see you soon.